1: I'm Elizabeth Talbot.
0: And I'm Mike Tucker.
1: So, Mike, tell us the the story that you said you have for today. Well,
0: I have a very, very dear friend, someone who I met when I was 14 years of age. We grew up together during our high school and college years. We got into trouble together, and we did some good things together as well. And a few years ago, he was living in West Texas, working as a nursing home administrator, when one morning he did not come to work. And the head of nurses uh, realized that he wasn't there, and he's always there. So she sent someone to his house to find him. They broke in and found him lying on the floor in a diabetic coma because mm. he, is, he does have diabetes. They rushed him to the hospital. The doctor said he had never seen blood sugar that high. Mm. He said, this is the highest I've ever – I've never even heard of it being this high. So therefore, this man is going to die, and should by some strange chance he survive, his brain will be fried. That's just all there is to it. So they called in his brain brother and sister. We're all making funeral arrangements for this man, who I, I love dearly. Mm. But we decided that we really wanted to pray for him. Maybe God would intervene yet. And so we prayed for his healing. Three days later, he awakened from his diabetic coma, and we thought, well, all right, his eyes are open, so he's alive, but you know, maybe his brain is fried. We started asking him questions. He answered every question correctly, right down to the details of what was in his refrigerator at home. And so he's still alive today. We were rejoicing over the fact that this man was alive, uh, because we loved him dearly and And still do. And he was
1: told, I mean, you guys were told that he he was was dead.
0: dead. He's dead. And if if his body survived, his brain is gone. Well, neither is gone. Uh, He is alive and his brain is just fine. Thank you very much. And so, great joy is what we experienced over over this wonderful story. You know, that's the
1: closest I've ever heard to to a resurrection uh, in modern days. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's it's interesting that we're telling the story today in Christmas, but the truth is, why is there so much joy over the story? Of Christmas, I mean, what is the real reason? Uh, you know, a baby is born, but why is there such a big deal?
0: Yeah, and you and I both know that the big deal is the fact of who this baby is and what he brings to us. This... Yes,
1: the, the fact that the whole human race was doomed and dead. Yes, and actually, this baby is the only hope for resurrection, for a brand new start for humankind. Because the truth is, they were dead in their sins, we and here dead comes the savior.
0: As, as Paul said, dead in our trespasses, we are as good as dead, worse than a diabetic coma. Mm-hmm. Worse than that, we are we are toast. But Jesus came, and now we have life, and so there is great joy in that. And,
1: and, and the fact that a Savior is born, not yes. just a, a good being, not just a prophet from God. Not the just Savior a good teacher. of the world is no. born, and that is the reason for the season. That's yes. why everybody's so joyful.
0: God in the flesh, God with us, Emmanuel.
1: We have left uh, one of the favorite stories of Christmas for today, um, Christmas Day, and we want to wish all of you a wonderful Christmas.
0: Merry Christmas to everyone. Everyone.
1: Hopefully, everybody is really focused on the Christ of Christmas, <laughs> you know, that because what we are really celebrating a Savior. And we're going to go through a story that is one of my favorite stories of Christmas, and it's found in Luke chapter 2. I think
0: Luke's gospel uh, has the, the account of this, this story of the birth of Jesus that is most often read. It is the most beloved, I think, of any of the others. And he starts off by talking about in the days uh, of Caesar Augustus, and he does that for a very specific reason. He's going to contrast these two individuals, Caesar Augustus with Jesus, I think, in this story.
1: Yes, you remember that Caesar Augustus gives a census, and this is how uh, Joseph and Mary actually get to Bethlehem because they lived mm-hmm. in Nazareth, and they're going to the city of David for the census. But the fact that the chapter starts with Caesar Augustus has an actual, real reason for it. And we want to tell you a little bit about Caesar Augustus before we actually read the narrative of the angels showing up to the shepherds. Well,
0: Caesar Augustus has been thought by many to have been the greatest Caesar who ever lived, and he brought a period Of peace and prosperity to Rome. uh, And his birthday was celebrated. It was celebrated greatly. In fact, his birthday itself was referred to as the Gospel.
1: Yes, you know, the same Greek word that we use for Gospel, the Good News, Evangelion, they used to call his birth the Good News and Mm -hmm. they called him the Savior.
0: That was one of his titles, Savior and Lord. Yes, those are titles uh, for Caesar Augustus. And so he was the Savior.
1: Yeah, we actually have many documents from that time where Mm -hmm. they used to talk about his birthday and call the good news, his birthday, and him the Savior. Now, Caesar Augustus is is reigning from 31 B.C. to 14 A.D., so Jesus is actually born during this this time when everybody would call the Caesar Savior and his birthday good news. And
0: everyone in the world knew about this. The choirs would sing for his birthday. There would be a time of celebration. They would uh, would celebrate the peace that he had brought to Rome, Pax Romana. Uh, This is the man who brought peace and prosperity to us.
1: Yes, Pax Romana is the contribution of Caesar Augustus that has lived throughout history, that he actually was able to establish peace for all of the Roman Empire. So now that you have this as a background...
0: Now you see why Luke wrote what he did and (laughs) contrasted these two, because we see all of these elements in the story of the birth of Jesus.
1: Yeah, so imagine that we have two sides of the story. One is Caesar Augustus, and one is Jesus, and the angels are saying that Jesus is much greater, and with much more joy and much greater news than actually Caesar Augustus could ever bring.
0: Yes, and it is interesting that, that they chose the greatest man on earth at that time, yes, the greatest man they could, they could think of who who had ever lived, to contrast with, with Jesus, and Jesus wins. <laughs> okay,
1: that's right. It, it wins big time. It big time. So now we're going to actually start the story on chapter 2 of Luke, verse 8.
0: In the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people.
1: Okay, can we stop there? Yes, absolutely. Okay, well, don't forget the good news, the actual word mm-hmm. in Greek, was used for the birth of Caesar Augustus. So an angel shows up and says to the shepherds, We have good news. And they're like, Well, we already heard, yeah, you know. Yeah,
0: Caesar, we know <laughs> about this. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 Says
1: the angel. These this is for everybody. <laughs> this is good news of great joy. And by now you know the greatest is, is the word mega in Greek. Mm-hmm. And this is not the regular good news you have heard every year about Caesar. This is good news of great joy, and this is for all the people of the world.
0: Yeah, Caesar's birth is really good news for the people of Rome. It's not always (laughs) good news for you guys, but the truth is this is for everybody. Everyone's going to rejoice in this. And
1: now we're going to continue and go to the other title that Caesar Augustus is called by.
0: Verse 11, For today in the city of David, and remember that's important because Jesus is the fulfillment of the, the Davidic kingdom. In the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord
1: I love the way that they qualify it because Caesar Augustus was called the Savior Savior. but this is the Savior because he is Christ the Lord the Lord only one Lord and it's Jesus you know it's very interesting because no other gospel writer calls Jesus Savior Mm. Uh, the Gospel of Luke is the one that constantly reminds us that Jesus is not just God in the flesh but he is the Savior savior. of the world he
0: is a baby born for the purpose of dying A, a baby born for the purpose of giving us salvation. So, so,
1: we have two things already. Good yeah. news with uh, Caesar Augustus. This is good news of mega joy mm-hmm. for all the people. Now, the, Caesar Augustus is the Savior. Well, this is Savior Christ, the Lord. The Lord. <laughs> so, let's continue. Verse
0: 12, this will be a sign for you. You will find the baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. You think that the choirs of Rome were good? <laughs> yeah. Listen Listen to the choir of angels yes I
1: almost I almost can imagine I mean I do this all the time I imagine the things you know the scripture uh you know the angels practicing for hundreds of years yes. for this night and like 300 years before Christ is this the night you know 200 years before Christ is this the night and this is the night and and, and I can imagine them being invisible for a few more minutes they just can't wait to they sing can't this wait. song they've
0: got to appear and boom they burst on the scene with 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 song and i'm think sure that this really would frighten the uh, the, <laughs> yeah, the, shepherds the shepherds listening to this but listen to their song and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased so this is the one who brings the true peace
1: this is the peace for the whole earth if you want to be reconciled with God, this is enough for the whole earth. It's not the Pax Romana. I mean, I love this narrative, the way that yes. Luke says, you thought Caesar Augustus was good news for you?
0: Yeah, forget <laughs> it. He's Today,
1: nothing. the reason for the season is that much greater leader has been born, and he is actually the savior of the world. He has brought peace between the earth and, and God.
0: When, when we study the book of Hebrews, we find that Jesus is the, the superior priest. He is the superior sacrifice. He is the superior mediator. Here we find that Jesus is the superior King of kings, Lord of lords, Savior. He is the best in every way. And that is the really good news because God was made flesh for the purpose of saving you from your sins. That's Christmas.
1: Yeah, this is Christmas. A mega, mega joy. And, and of course, when the angels left, uh, the shippers run to see, you. is this mm-hmm. true? Is it is true that there is a there's a Savior has been born? And verse 16 says that they came in a hurry.
0: Yeah, they, they were running. Forget the sheep. We're gone. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> We've got to go find this out. This is bigger than the sheep. So they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. When they had seen this, they made known the statement which had been told them about this child. And all who heard it wondered at the things which were told them by the shepherds.
1: And I love the fact that after they saw Jesus, yeah. now the shepherds, remember that the shepherds were frightened at no. the beginning. Now in verse 20, the shepherds went back and now they have the same mood. They're glorifying and praising in God for all that they have heard and what they had seen.
0: They're singing the song of the angels, the angel choir, because they realize that peace has been brought to the earth for men, that ultimately this is the one who will bring peace for all of us.
1: This is the reason for the season. We deserve to die as a human race, but a savior was born who eventually died on the cross uh, for our redemption and may this Christmas day. I mean, I really wish this for you, that this mega joy, because of the reason of the season, this mega joy will take over and that will last actually forever, that it won't leave you tomorrow after Christmas.
0: Wherever you are, where you are celebrating this holiday, whether you're with family or friends or whether you're alone, understand that you still have reason for celebration because Jesus Christ the Savior the Lord has come to earth for you and for that reason you and I today have mega joy because Jesus is our Savior Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101 For more insights and resources connect with us at Jesus101.tv That's Jesus101.tv Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jesus 101 Institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus 101 Media. Until next time, live free.